Oh my god. And then we'll do a clap sync. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm just complaining okay. about my lack of timing. <laughs> oh my god. Should we start over again? It's free right now. I think it, maybe it was weird because there's like a beat in my ear from the OST on oh. one end, and then mm-hmm. Zoe saying three, two, one on the other side, and it didn't quite line up in my brain. You know, that's I didn't know fair. what to think about. This is the tyranny of thumbs gaming podcast. Fuck the clap sync. Oh, we're listening to the Golden Idol, the Spider of Lanka, not Sri Lanka, as I like accidentally said like four times when I was thinking about this and wrote it down in my notes on accident as well. Um, <laughs> we're listening to the OST right now in the background, and it's nice, but it does make it a little like mysterious and maybe yeah. a bit dark. I feel like we should solve. Mm-hmm all kinds of puzzles and so just find solutions we've got to solve the puzzle of how do we start this podcast oh god oh, oh god, god. <laughs> exactly yeah exactly. for real all right so first we're gonna want to get everyone's names so like kind of locked in and then we can start working on the text block that's on the other side <laughs> okay lock yeah. in so, names? The, so i think is it a draft i think the deep mm-hmm. voice is james <laughs> mm. lock sense. that one yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, Let's I mean, it's that. not locked in yet until we can confirm it. Yeah, we're going to do James, last name, beep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well done. It's actually crazy. James has just a really offensive name as his last name. What if, and so... okay, wait, 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 wait. What if instead of doing last names, we do like a title? So it's mm. like Master James or like, remember mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. puzzles in the original game that had the masks and each mask was like a, like a beast master. Ooh, that's, that's pretty cool. Beast master James. And then someone could be like, you're a new master now. Yeah. I'm totally a serpent initiate. Yeah, yeah. it's always a Slytherin, serpent initiate. I'm Gryffindor. I am, though. I'm not going to lie to you. So let's take the first 30 minutes of the podcast to go through Pottermore and do our sorting hat quiz. Oh my we God. should. Wait, wait, we should. Be amazing. wait, wait. Yeah. wait. But, but there's now the, oh, I guess you, do you just get to choose in the new game in Hogwarts Legacy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's like a sorting hat thing, and it yeah, goes I like. Yeah, you do answer. So there's yeah, you answer some right? questions, and then it's like, hey, but this is a video game though, so like, what do you want to be though? Yeah, I think the answer <laughs> question is like, your right. answers will make you a Gryffindor. Do yeah. you feel okay with that? And it's like, no, I want to be a Slytherin. <laughs> like, no, I want to be a Hufflepuff. And I went for you click on. Anything other happen. than a Gryffindor. That's so woke. Is it? Allow you to choose yeah. your. Yeah, your gender. Your, uh. <laughs> uh yeah, just to, you know, yeah. Okay, we'll have to start the podcast <laughs> over again. It's already off the rails. Like, just uh, This is, so James' last morning. name is really offensive in exactly <clears throat> this context, too. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not. It's not. It just, but we called him James Beep earlier, and so I just, like, I just want people yeah. to imagine just horrifying things oh. for his last name, but, but no, um, we're actually no, going to take just, this. No, I just say horrifying things, yeah. That's true. James what is kind of secretly... master is that? It's not a beast master. It's a... Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to think of it. Give me like, in the middle of the podcast, I'll, I'll decide what it hold is. Hold on, hold on. Before we get forward, what is the... I know the distinction for Slytherin, right? And I mm-hmm. think I know the distinction for Hufflepuff. But then talk to me about Ravenclaw versus Gryffindor. Do you know what I'm saying? So no, Ravenclaw you... is more of like the intellectual, mm-hmm. like book nerd okay and then gryffindor is more of like smart in the like in heroics sense yeah of like maybe not the smartest book sense but they are like the most like i guess like courage 
yeah, courage. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Um, what do you think is for Hufflepuff and Slytherin? Well, Slytherin just weirdos. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like Hufflepuff is like quirky and weird. I just think of Luna, bro, and I just like Hufflepuff is literally like the, the like canon Hufflepuff. Whatever her name is that that founded the the house was like, we'll just take everybody. Helga, Helga Dorf. Hufflepuff. Yeah. Helga Hufflepuff. Right. Helga. She said, we'll take the rest, right? We'll take the rest. So, like, yeah. everybody else chose, and she was like, yeah, I'll just take everyone else. <laughs> it's like the island for us twice. It's kind of nice. Which it's is like, fair. you know, it's it's maybe morally more pure, but but in in result, it's just, it's a little bit sad. The thing is, like, half the time, some of the characters that, like, showed up in the Harry Potter series, I was like, why are you a Hufflepuff? Like, Cedric Diggory, like, he's, like, smart and charming and, like, good-looking. I'm like, how did, how the fuck did you become a Hufflepuff? Because he's like, not really? a dick. <laughs> everybody, like, everybody in every other house is just kind of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, like, he was secretly a furry or something. And then you just yeah. like, like instant Hufflepuff. Yeah, it's like, oh. you're like, you're like, you know, he's like really into anime. And they're like, Hufflepuff. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro, they need a fifth house that's just anime. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's the Harry Potter evolution that I want to see in the next game. They need a weeb house. Hufflepuff house is secretly, it's like a dog whistle for like weebs. <laughs> exactly. Like, every, like, just the symbol for it is just really intense hair over one eye or like glasses with a glint on it or something. I, mean, I like, guess we some... didn't see like Cedric Diggory's like porn search history or anything. Yeah. Like he could have been in some like really wild shit. So, the the way that you said that suggested that we did see it for other Harry Potter characters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't remember I mean, one. We just didn't see Cedric's porn search. Well, I saw it for Myrtle, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Um, and, and we did kind of see it for Harry Potter, but. Like, yeah. True. True. Although like, no. There, sometimes there can be a difference between what you search for and what you <laughs> what you find. Let's put it that way. I think that's fair to say. We've all experienced something like that. I do love the like fanfic idea though that like to the outside world, Hufflepuff is like, oh yeah, they're like kind of quirky and odd, and like it, but like the inside Hufflepuff people all know that it just means they're into anime. They're just into anime, <laughs> like, and they or, like, or they're just shit. like, or they're just like freaky as fuck, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's the secret of Hufflepuff, bro. That makes it like the place to be, and that's yeah. why like no one's like yeah. trying to be there because they're just so exclusive. They don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they know they're they got their yeah. shit unlocked, so they, they don't, don't have to like. Else. They don't have to flaunt, yeah. bro. It's like the sci-fi hall at her college. <laughs> Is it like that? Yeah, because everybody in sci-fi was freaky as fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I heard stories. That's all. Did I'll you? Say. Did you? I mean, I did too, and I think they probably were if given the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like they were so like not traditional that they were just like let's see where this goes you know what i mean let's mm -hmm. just do whatever the fuck we want and I'm like okay fair enough yeah mm -hmm. i remember going and playing fucking some fighting game over there and them looking at me like your normalness is stinking up the place yeah. and i'm like I'm, I'm not i'm not traditional in some ways and they're like not here you're not <laughs> like get the fuck away from me like who brought you here they literally asked who brought you here and i was like this guy and they were like hmm we'll see like as in this, as if to say like his status is decent, but you better not fuck this up. Mm -hmm. Like he's not one of the golden, so you know you could easily fuck this up. And I just try to be respectful. And he know? wasn't head boy or anything. No, he wasn't head boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> head boy and Hufflepuff has a different meaning. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Oh. All right. Well, listen. 
clearly if you've been listening you know this is no ordinary monday night podcast that we're recording because it's saturday <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's we're saturday. apparently we are all ready yeah indeed yeah. and we we had a little bit of like i guess a shorter play session between last recording session and this recording session and that's mainly be- my fault I- i'm going away on a trip for work which you know totally throws things up in the air but the thing is we had an ample opportunity because as we played the Golden Idol, we discovered that coming out earlier this month in May was the Golden Idol DLC, The Spider of Wonka. And we all immediately collectively lost our shit, I think. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Because uh, the Golden Idol was like s- super cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. It scratched it scratched that itch. So, like as we've said in the Golden Idol episode, it kind of scratched that inch itch that was kind of um, that we had been feeling for like things like Return of the Ogre Den. Yeah, that yeah. that is like a big comparison game here um, for the yeah. most part. And so to hear that there's a DLC coming out, I mean, this is like pretty much like on the same level as if like Ogre Den was coming out with a DLC where we were all just like, we got to drop everything. Bro, that would have been fire. <laughs> yeah, Why didn't they come out with a DLC for Ogre Den? What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, we're in the prequel to Ogre Den. Dude, I was watching a streamer play Ogre Den for the first time this week. And it's, it. I would put Ogre Den on the same par as I do with Outer Wilds content where it's like you play each of those games once and then all you want to do is just search for content of people experiencing that game mm-hmm. for the first time. So I do that with Outer Wilds and I do that with Oberdin. Like those are the two games that I always seek out like finding newcomers to. Um, so I got to watch this guy's like first foray into Oberdin and oh, I was bringing back so many memories. I was like, oh. If only I could erase my memory, like, I hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard people say, like, joking comments of, like, I look forward to losing my memory in old age so I can play these games again. Look, it's you like, gotta damn. find a silver lining. Yeah, bro. It's true. Like, I I don't know. It's actually one of the things that, like, so I don't have a particularly great memory. I don't have a terrible memory. But I don't have a particularly great memory. And so it's actually one of the beauties of my own life is that I can come back to something like that after... It has to be a while, though. But still, like... And I've definitely utilized that a lot when someone else is playing it for the first time and I'll play it with them and I'll just be like, I'm just going to lean into the fact that I don't really understand what the fuck is going on and then like try to get to your level. It's really fun. It's just a beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, yeah. Oh, that game is amazing. It's It really is. It's seriously, anyone who's played it knows. And anyone who hasn't mm-hmm. played it is just sitting there a little confused and uh, you just got to play it, man. I don't God know. Damn. If you're listening to this and you've not played Return of the Overdead, like please oh, play man. that game. Mm-hmm. For the love of God. It's amazing. And if you're listening to this and you haven't played the original Golden Idol game, like maybe go back Stop. either play, yeah, <laughs> play that or, mm-hmm. or listen to that episode. Like, man, if you're just here to hang out, like it's all yeah. vibes. But if you like are here for like game information, this is a prequel to that game and it's a DLC. So it's a prequel that is intended to be played after. Yeah. That's right. the way to say it. Spoilers mm-hmm. abound. There we go. Spoilers abound. If we can remember them. Um, <laughs> yeah, we just finished. But it was, it was short this week. It was nice. It, it, it suggested yeah. the concept that a game like this or certain types of games like this could be some sort of episodic. Uh, you know, it's hard to, to have yeah. episodic pace and cadence these days with like how long it takes to make games. But you look at this and go, 
I know it wouldn't be feasible to make a game this fast, but like if they made, I don't know, like one three panel a month or something, I would totally play on release mm -hmm. every week. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a subscription service. That's what I mean. I'll That's pay. a great idea. So like, because you look at the first game, right? And it's like three, isn't it three sections of three panels or something like this? Um, It's three. It's 11 total. So it's like three, 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 and two. Okay. Huh. Mm -hmm. So like um, split those yeah, into close, fucking. Yeah, close to that. But yeah. Yeah. Like split those in a week. So you know what I mean? It could exist. Mm -hmm. I did really like the length of this DLC, like of this game, I guess. It was it was very bite-sized, but it was like, I thought it was great. Mm -hmm. It was really, I don't know, that was not my best point there, but like, it was great. I liked that it was like three hours pretty much. It was like, we spent two nights on it. It was just really fun. Yeah, yeah I I, um, I played this with Brandon. We, we started last night and I was like, okay, this DLC is going to be three hours. I don't know if it's going to end up being three hours or not. And I think we rounded out to about four hours, but that was with like a half hour break in there mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. sure. So like it, it is true to form, I think, with like how bite sized this is. And it's also kind of dependable in that sense. Yeah. yeah. It, I think I took about the same amount of time to play sessions. Mm -hmm. Um and just like great, you know, consumable. Yeah. Yeah. So did you guys think, okay, so this DLC gets announced, Spider of Lanka. Did you guys think that this was going to be a prequel to the original game? Or did you think it was going to be completely separate from the, separate from everything? Well, it was DLC. I thought it was going to be connected in some ways. I didn't know it was going to be a prequel necessarily, or maybe I did, but I didn't really, like, think about it. I tend to, like, let the games I'm excited for speak for themselves. I tend to let go the details that I have on them and just experience them for what they are, which sometimes lead mm. to being, like, way more lost than necessary. Because <laughs> everyone else is like, oh, you didn't see that this is what this is? And I was like, no, what? But, yeah, I mean, I, I actually thought I was going to have more Oh, my God, to I'm do. so sorry. I'm going to cough right now. Let me, let me mute myself. I just swallowed my water walk. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe died that day. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. I'm so sorry. I meant Zoe to say something. Zoe did not mute herself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm going okay, to timestamp that. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to call. No, I think it's human beings call yeah. sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Usually when they swallow, swallow their water wrong. You know, I don't know. But yeah. Uh, Glad you're alive, Zoe. Yeah. Thank well, you. It's, um, it's a little early to call it. Could go either way from there. Yeah, exactly. Seems alive for now. For sure. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, like, look, I just, I was just excited. I thought I was actually going to have more of, like, to do with some of the more main characters. And it does connect really nicely, I would say, mm -hmm. um, at the end. But, like, I was just sort of excited to see whatever the fuck they wanted to do. And I personally, I think I didn't maybe mention this enough in the last episode, but I was sort of thinking about it. I just really like the setting of all this, the, the time mm. period, and, like, the just sort of... The almost like they're back in like the alchemical mm -hmm. days. You know what I mean? Like I really mm -hmm. like that sort of like mystery and like low dark science. Um, and then there's just a, a scooter, bro. Oh my god, did you guys catch <laughs> the razor scooter? Oh my scooter? god, that was so what funny. The fuck, dude? Yeah. We really enjoyed that touch. Yeah, yeah. It's like what? <laughs> and it was like completely unnecessary. It really was. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it was so, so great. funny, dude. 
And it and was it's by like, like the old disguise, like the old guy's disguise that he ends up wearing. Yeah. And it was just like this dude with this like that means that what people saw, if anyone it was saw like him, a man was, with a with a glued on beard. Yeah. Like really <laughs> obviously like like duct taped on beard. Just scootering down the street. Yep, just razor scootering down the street. <laughs> Catch that Wearing man. Wearing a fucking you know, robe. Like, yeah, like a, a green polka dot robe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think my Comic-Con favorite outfit. description of that, um, Bran was like, that looks like Yoshi from Mario. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we just refer to oh, it yeah. as the Yoshi robe for the most part. We're like, oh yeah, the oh Yoshi robe. <laughs> like, it does, honestly. That's a, great, mm. that's a good reference. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I would just say, like, if you played the first game and you were like, nice, I could use some more, then this, like, slots right in on top of that. Yeah. yeah. I would definitely also say, like, the difficulty is higher for this. I wouldn't say it's insane, but it is clearly, like, they ramped you on the first game and now you're here. And so they really didn't want to, like, disappoint people with, like, super easy puzzles. And so it's on the level of the puzzles like, towards the end of the game. So it's But clearly... it is a step down from, like, the last one, I would say. I think or that's maybe... true. Maybe it's just that that stuff is more clearly signaled in this. I think you um, just have a better idea on how things are signaled. Now that that being said, I, I'd be interested to talk about each of these three episodes because I did find the second episode to be a little bit more mm-hmm. like that was the one I struggled with the most. I think of the three episodes for this DLC, and I'm just curious if other people um, did as well. Yeah, I guess I would say like this, like when we started, so we we initially planned to split this one episode per day. Mm-hmm. We're thinking like, hmm, could probably do that before bed. It'd be a nice like wind down. And then so we played like the first section and it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. It's like a pretty standard section in terms of difficulty. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fun it and different. Clear, and... Like, it wasn't like the beginning of the Golden Idol level, but it was like very doable. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, you're sitting at that, and you're like, oh, nice. I could do a t- another one of these for sure, for sure. And then you play the second one, and you're like, I'm not sure. I, I maybe should have given myself a break. I didn't feel like I needed a break, but mm-hmm. this one is a little bit overwhelming at times. So I feel mm-hmm. like the second one is, like, solid. Like, it's a force. And yeah, because... Yeah, go ahead. Let, let's, let's first... Let, let's delve into that a little bit, I guess, in terms of difficulty. So one thing... Now, I don't know if this contributed to the difficulty or not. But I think one thing I noticed distinctly in this DLC that doesn't happen in the base game is that first and last names are not given at the same time as they did in the base game. So like when you're kind of clicking Mm -hmm. through and you're getting clues to put into your little word bin, um, I felt like in the, in the base game, you were able to like clearly put like, I don't know, Albert Cloudsley or like, or Edmund Cloudsley or so, somebody like yeah. it was first and last name. And this DLC, I think did a good job because it made it a little bit more complex there, but they would only like in one letter, it would refer to someone by their first name. And then in a different clue, it would give the last name for that mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you would have to, the names weren't next to each other in the word bank necessarily, but also at the same time, like, you did have to be mindful of like where you were seeing first and last names and did those like, did the traits of each of those clues match up to make it the same person or not? Um, yeah. I, just, and I feel like I, I thought that was, that contributed to the difficulty a little bit. 
Definitely. But, it, you know, it's like, it feels like you're kind of ready for that sort of challenge. Because, like, I feel like I've learned some things about this style of game that are really cool. Like, like last names and families exist. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, like, a relevant mm-hmm. thing. And, like, heritages exist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> people that, like, come from a similar place. Like, Lemarians, Lemarians, whatever, you know. It's like you just like you understand these sort of like groups and how they sort of play. And so like similar to Oberdin actually in that way, like there's this sort of that meta element on top. So it's like I, I feel like that helped me a lot, like organize my board. Mm-hmm. So like so I'd be like had enough systems to understand like, OK, these people are similar. They came together. These people are different. This is some first names that don't have a last name. And so it was like it was I felt like I could handle that level of complexity. But yeah, definitely like. When you kind of see, yeah, I know what you mean. They didn't give you the names for free. They didn't give you the names like for absolute free as yeah. much this time. Um, yeah, fair, fair. And, and, and part of it too is because like eventually you start to know the characters and then you kind of have their names for free anyways. And I think they also relied on that too of like you yeah. know that you just saw them, which right. in the base game I was kind of nervous about for a while until I really got to know the characters. I was kind of nervous. Like I, I, like I don't know that person like i know i connected them but i don't really know them but i think eventually you do kind of know them and know that you need to Mm -hmm. know them if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think there was definitely more challenge there but i agree i like i mean for the most part i think i liked it having Mm -hmm. to piece together people's names from like different pieces of transcripts based on like oh yeah i think in particular like the servant woman was one that like came in two separate names (laughs) um Mm -hmm. the woman the um i think all of the servants hmm. yeah so like the ser- like the servant the, the blade master yeah, blade master and spy master yeah. they were all and the spy master in some way or another yeah. hmm. and then obviously Which like the, cool. the father of the card playing guy you kind of you that was a little bit more self-explanatory where you know that the last name was probably the same between the two of those guys yeah right yupik mm-hmm. kara or whatever mm-hmm. his name is yeah yeah I, I also, one thing, Yoshi. what do you think about, like, okay, one of the things we were sort of thinking about from the last one, maybe we should go through, like, individual puzzles, just because there's only three, uh, and it'd be nice to, like, be reminded of which one was exactly which, um, but one of the things we were thinking about is, like, how much of the story do you deduce versus how much of the story, like, locks into place, and afterwards you're like, I knew that the whole time, <laughs> like, you know, as right. it explains <laughs> it to you, and so I feel like, um, for the most part, I felt like I was getting the story here. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I that agree. was, yeah. So, yeah. so I, I appreciated yeah, me that. Too. Honestly, like from. And a... I felt like more than maybe like the last puzzle or two of the base game, mm-hmm. or the, like you would lock it in, being like, "Oh, that's what happened." But like you'd only have that realization when the like summary text popped up after you'd solved everything. And I feel like yeah, this one. I mean, there's less puzzles. It's a smaller sample size, but for the most part, I felt like we, like, understood everything as we were locking it in. Mm-hmm. And before the summary text. Like, the summary text would pop up and we'd be like, yep, that's what we knew. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was a bit of, like, okay, I'll try this name here, just, like, see. Yeah. Or I'll, like, try to maybe see if this will lock in two or fewer sort of thing. And there's, like, a bit of that. And I yeah. feel like that's just part of the game. That's just part of the flow mm-hmm. of what you're doing. Right. Where where you're like, okay, this sounds like it could be what happened. You try it. 
oh, that's not what happened. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got you it. Know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, how close am I? And then you're like, oh, interesting. Like, this name is wrong. Hmm. Well, could it have been this? Yeah. I'm not like, really, I don't really see why. And then it's like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's this. That kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. It's like, it, it definitely, like, I think would dangle enough. I would just say when you open the fucking maps the thinking screens on these though especially like the second one i was like i'm fucking i'm owned like there's <laughs> no way i'm doing this and then you kind of piece it together yeah i felt the same because I, I felt... there were so many faces whereas the third one you open it up and i remember i was like oh fuck there's not even like naming people it's mm-hmm. it's all cartoons yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> i i felt that way a little bit with the first one um only in the sense that like they give you four panels of card games mm-hmm. and then they're just like okay rank them mm-hmm. like which card is bigger and it, it like unfortunately it, it took us a while to figure out that one of the card games had the win loss record on the board mm-hmm. um to figure out like which one corresponded to like we were doing some like crazy math shit on our mm-hmm. <laughs> on our notepad where we're just yeah. like okay could this be the the win-win like you know, yeah, the win-win loss, or is this the win-loss win? And so we were doing some crazy stuff, and then we open up one of the panels, and then Brandon's just like, wait a minute, this one has win-win loss on the on the side there. I'm like, holy shit, we've wasted so much time. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, like, pretty like, straightforward if you look at that, like, what Right, and then, like, is. as yeah. soon as we saw that, we were like, wow, this is so easy. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I guess it was pure luck, because we opened that one first, mm-hmm. but I hadn't even considered that was, like, blind luck, that you clicked on that one first. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like that the math that you guys were doing, it's that's so far beyond the scope of complexity of this game. I promise well, right. you. I was just like, is this what they mean by this DLC being more difficult? Yeah. So like, we're like, we're doing some crazy stuff doing over this, here. Yeah, calculus on the side. Mm-hmm. Pulling out the yarn board again. You're like, fucking hell, dude. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, it's yeah. But then once you get it, you're like, okay, 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 okay. This mm-hmm. and then like you lock that first thing in place, so you can clearly see the order for then and so. I think they worked pretty hard on like having building blocks that they intended you to solve first that mm-hmm. would like allow you like smaller panels. Like you really only need three names and then a lock in. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. So now that you have those, like you're kind of, you've got an anchor here. Yeah. And so it's kind of like that for that, that one where it was like, these are, this mm-hmm. is the order. And you're like, oh, okay. That's going to definitely help as I go and figure out yellow and blue roses that people are wearing and all sorts of shit like that. Yeah. That, that first puzzle, though, which we should talk about specifically, which is the the Pajak game, and it's like you walk into the fucking room, and it's like there's this young kid who was just playing in there, apparently hella good, but is just new, and he is like stunned, like oh my god, you saved my life, and there's this guy like holding a pistol, saved his life, and then just everyone else is the in the room is dead, but and is just yeah. dead, but yeah. they've like killed each other, like <laughs> yeah. Okay, that puzzle reminded me a lot of Oberdin. Yeah, that was so I, much of Oberdin was being like, mm. okay, this guy was blown up with a cannon, and then but like, it's, like mm-hmm. it's trying to piece together the order of events, and mm. I really liked that one. It was it was also just very satisfying to be like, okay, this guy has a, I don't know, like a shot in him. So if you then he has to do this. That I just that was a great puzzle. I thought this guy's mm-hmm. a ring in the back of his head. So then he had to die before the guy who throws the ring right. is dead. Right, sort of thing. Yeah. The chakram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the chakram. Like the, the one connection, I think the first connection we ever made was the guy with the necklace of ears. And then I was just like, wait a minute. The guy still alive has a gash on his ear. Mm-hmm. 
So it's, like his ear was attempted to be cut off. But we were trying to figure out, was it attempted to be cut off because the guy lost or because the guy won? And that's what like the trophies that he kept. Right. Totally. Most part. I didn't but, notice that the guy had a yeah. had a necklace of ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which is like interesting because McCoy and I Until figured just that out now. at the very, very it was the end. last yeah. that we locked in. We were like, he only tried to take his money. Like that makes sense to us. And it wouldn't lock. And we're like, what is wrong here? And then finally, right as we figure out, we're like, oh my God, he tried to cut off his fucking ear. Put ear in there. And it like, it works. <laughs> and so it's funny because like, that's kind of the beauty of this type of game is that like, like, okay, you guys found that clue first and worked from there. And we found that clue last and worked mm-hmm. up till there. Yeah. But either way, like we were able to like navigate the sort of darkness of what the fuck is going on and eventually get there. Mm-hmm. And so there's this like yeah. very like non-linear way to the way you can get clues. And so I often find, and I would just, this is my advice for basically anyone who plays this sorts of game is like, what I've learned is I'll open the first thing when I'm in a new area and it'll be like a letter. And I just, just like, I can't, I can't place that. I don't have a place on the Christmas tree in my head to hang the ornament. And I think that's okay. Like, I think it's okay to like go through some stuff before you even get a bearing of what you're, how you're supposed to be processing it, where you're supposed to put it in your mind mm-hmm. and what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be connected to. And so I would just like click kind of whatever, whatever I felt like, to be honest, until I started to understand things. And then we would go back in some sort of a semblance of an order. So just throw that out there if you're, if you're a bit overwhelmed because <laughs> I would like read a letter and be like, okay, I have no idea why this is relevant. And then like at the <laughs> very end, I'd be like, remember that first letter we read? Mm-hmm. Is that? here i've completely forgotten about that so yeah. anyways yeah i would say that's mildly helpful uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well that that's the beauty of why i like watching this is why i seek out the content of people who don't know because i also like seeing the order in which they discover mm-hmm. things as well mm-hmm. like to this day like watching like how long it takes people who play Overden to discover like a a certain person's identity versus like someone who gets it immediately. Like I just find it very fascinating um, to like discuss those sort of things. And that's honestly awesome. Yeah. That makes me want to watch yeah. that stuff. That's such a good sell for <clears> that. Cause like it feels like it had to be the way it happened to you. But, like it probably doesn't at all. Like that's probably like pretty video game as video game shit that like people could just do it totally backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, I guess Word of warning to the listener. Oberdin spoilers coming this way. Play this game if you want to mm-hmm. not get spoiled. But one of the big also things... if you want our respect, bro. Seriously, like I, I <laughs> yeah. just seriously, like how many what more words can we say? Yeah, I mean for real. But okay, sorry, go on. Yeah, for real. But um, so like playing Oberdin and you realize that the that the hammocks have a number that correspond to the people on the manifest. Like, hmm. I think there's, like, hammocks that people sleep in, mm-hmm. that court, and they have numbers on the hammocks. So, like, that in the game, I did not figure out until, like, basically towards end game when I finally figured that out. And then I watched Jorbs fucking play Overden. Mm-hmm. That was, like, the first thing he noticed. He's mm-hmm. like, this hammock has number 42 on it. Why mm-hmm. is that? I was just like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't... You. And the second thing he... I don't remember that... Yeah, coming into play for me at yeah. all. Like, I don't even know if I ever yeah, noticed. Yeah, totally possible. I never know. Oberdan has got to be one of the most like nonlinear, like crazy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I cannot believe the level of complexity you handle in Oberdin and and get through with slowly locking shit in. I feel the same thing about Outer Wilds, and like in some ways the same thing about this game. Yeah. Like, I think 
I think that's what really good puzzle games do too, is like you look at it and you're like, well, this is impossible for me to ever figure this out. Hmm. And then you do and you feel awesome. It's kind of like Sudoku, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where you're like looking at a blank board for the most part, except for obviously the base numbers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, this is really hard. And then you put some that are kind of easy in place and you're like, okay, okay, actually I've got a little more. And then the easy ones suggest a couple other ones that mm-hmm. are easy. And then maybe you find some points that are hard, but either way, like it's starting to collapse in on itself because you're starting to put the pieces together. It's like that sort of thing, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah. Which is fun, yeah. to be honest. Sudoku, yeah. low-key fun. It's really fun. <laughs> Puzzle games, low-key fun. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Elena, oh. did you end up buying that cross-tab puzzle? I did, I and you? I haven't done any yet because it's in my, it hasn't arrived yet. Oh, it's, it's on its way. I will keep I you posted. Say, I've I've been doing those like cross tab puzzles and it gives that same sort of like aha like uh-huh. these are the details <laughs> yeah I maybe yeah. yeah so you and I could just record our very own podcast just on that you should that <laughs> like <laughs> this is the book of cross tab puzzles that we ordered let's talk about page five <laughs> like it's literally like I do this and then I get like fucking pencil eraser tips that are like butterflies or some shit and I put them on my pencil and <laughs> yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. I'm straight back dude you yeah I, I mean? go up to McCoy and I show him my finished work and like he gives me a stamp. Yeah, I, I put it on the fridge. Yeah, so it's going on the fridge. <laughs> I'm gonna start putting my finished puzzles on the fridge. You should, dude. Honestly, you should. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just interesting. It was interesting to like kind of know this game mm-hmm. and to go back into it and to be like very ready this time around to approach it the way you wanted to approach it, whether that be like how you wanted to split it up or what day you wanted to play it on or just what strategy you have with organizing the tiles or or how you go through the stuff. I would just say like, yeah. Yeah, like thirsty for more of this game, and then they deliver it. It's a wonderful and surprise. Yeah. I was going to say, and yeah. especially knowing that, I guess the prior story to this is a story about kind of deception and, I don't know, there's like a lot of key figures at play. I think that also kind of helped aid like how I viewed the characters in this game. Because like you see that first vignette with the card game and this Oberon Geller guy. First of all, I was like, Oberon Geller, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, yeah like, we had that same. Thing. Yeah, he was like, a character. Same with Albert Cloudsley. To figure out why. Albert Cloudsley, yeah. like, we knew who it was, but Oberon Geller, we were like, why the fuck do we know that name? <laughs> he was one of the, um, the, the, like, cult members, right? No, Ober- so Oberon Geller and Albert Cloudsley are in that very first vignette of the base game mm-hmm. with the guy pushing push the other guy the over, over oh. the cliff it's albert it's Cloudsley going, going yeah. off the cliff yeah, exactly yeah. and that's why this that, the end of this ends right there right before mm-hmm. that where they're like getting on a ship with the idol mm-hmm. right yeah. sorry yeah yeah and but i i think that also just kind of helps a little bit in knowing it's a game about shady characters and deception only because like that yeah. first vignette happens you see this Oprah and geller and you're like okay I'm going to keep an eye on this Oberon guy. Like, mm-hmm. he is sketchy. Like, he's pulling some strings. I don't know what what exactly he's doing, but, like, I'm going to keep an eye on him for these other vignettes that will follow. And so it kind of, it, it helps in that way in knowing kind of the knowledge behind everything of, like, you know, characters to pay attention to and whatnot. Um, I, I do think it helped because right after that first vignette, what I did is actually exited the game and went into the base game and went into the first vignette. And that's how I saw it was Ober and Geller being pushed over. And I was like, okay, ah. like we're going to see <clears throat> these two guys at the very beginning of time. This is, and that's how I knew like it was a prequel at that point. Interesting. Um, that's awesome. 
I guess that, I have like really good like face recognition or something because I was just like that guy looks familiar. And Brandon's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you do, and I think as we discussed before, I think like you and Elena both have just this really great like analytical mind for this sort of puzzle stuff. Like it just I don't know it just speaks to you honestly. Get off on this. Yeah, like it just I feel like it like at least watching Elena right it, like energizes her because she's like can see it. Like, she can, mm-hmm. like, see the fucking Matrix code as it's going down, and I'm sitting there like, fuck me, dude, I'm trying. <laughs> I, and I contribute the occasional thing, but I have to, like, literally sit there and put my hand up, like, stop. Why well, have you considered this? And she'll be like, interesting. Okay, let's try that. And it'll yeah. be like, but that's, like, I have to, like, pause the train. Because Elena's just solving this game in record time. Like, out of control. And I imagine that's probably similar for you, Zoe. Like, I feel like you guys just, I don't know. There's something about you Up guys Up until shit. the second vignette. So do we okay. want to move on to the second vignette? Sure. Let's do it. So, okay. so the second one is this. Uh, oh wait, no, no, oh. no. Sorry, I, I remembered something I wanted to say about the first vignette. Nice. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go. Uh, that game. Yeah. Pajak. Pajak. Like, I you. There are no rules, but like apparently it's like this pretty serious like str- strategy game. Huh. Looks fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting to me that, like, games have improved over time? Yeah, but, like, I don't know. Maybe it's a real game, maybe. But I was trying to figure out the rules, and I was just like, this game is bad. Like, Yeah. <clears throat> I think it has to do with, like... Okay, this is my just harebrained theory. I have no evidence of this. I think it's, like, you draw a hand, and then you have to contribute to three lanes and try to win two. So it's like a strategy of like yeah. losing a lane. It's a with your... Marvel snap. 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 Yeah. 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 And like there's, there's, a game like there's that numerous in, uh, games of that kind of do that. Too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But like then you can like double up in certain ways, but it doesn't seem to like help at all or something. I don't know. You should write in, dude. Um, yeah, James is like, I just, I wish they would have just put Magic the Gathering in here. <laughs> Where are my lands? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, this man. This guy got like, shocked because he had no lands. Or he wait, had, like, lands in his fucking... that would be a great puzzle, his, though, is you just three, or something. you see four Magic games in progress, and, like, you have to figure out who's winning. And it just says on the door, how do you kill that which has no life? It yeah. says it in, like, some ancient <laughs> oh. language. <laughs> and there's just one guy with, like, an ass crack hanging out, like, mm-hmm. the famous Magic the Gathering picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody, like, just praying yeah. next to it. What yeah. would the weapons be, though? The weapons would all be, like, Klingon weaponry. Like... <laughs> Listen, I went to a Star Trek like convention. It's just a bunch of people like putting their hand up in the air being like, judge, judge. Exactly. <laughs> he can't do that. Come on. He didn't give me a chance to, to use my trap card. Yeah, see, I was Yu-Gi-Oh! Trap card mm-hmm, land, baby. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they should honestly. Okay. I know this like I love their setting. I think it fits so well. I personally would probably enjoy one of these puzzles set at a Star Trek convention. To be honest. I mean, that would be a great idea. Like, isn't that just, like, so awesome? Like, he's a Star Trek convention, but, like, somehow there's, like, some crazy... There's been a murder. Who stole the the Klingon crown or something? You know, just, like, please, people. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, you were saying up until the second puzzle, though. So, second puzzle was actually the first time in this... In base game and DLC where I actually felt like I needed to access hints. 
I'll admit it. And hmm. can you explain the uh, puzzle for us? So, okay. So the, the whole puzzle for the second vignette is um, there's clearly a ritual that has happened that has led to the death of someone. Um, and then there's a lot of like different, like, I don't know, politics and everything at play. So, so basically you have this um, Raja and mm -hmm. his children, uh, son and daughter, who were to take a test and do um, and whoever passes the test then has to go on this ritual of the blade, which seems like it's kind of a fluke because someone should like, I guess, allow it so that the blade doesn't actually slice through their body or what it, it looks like one of those fucking magic tricks where they cut the blade in half it totally is but i think it's like to prove their sainthood basically yeah they so wouldn't they can, be killed. they can become the mm -hmm. ruler of the kingdom and so it's right. it's you're, you're correct in explaining it that way i will say one of the pieces that was really difficult for me was understanding what the role of the lady in the thing was because i thought she was doing the ritual i didn't realize there was like a lying on top of it and then the mm -hmm. hinge would like go down and therefore you wouldn't get hit. I thought like it was supposed to go through the thing and she was supposed to not get hit or something. And I was just very confused about like the two uh -huh. person. Cause then it's like, she's dead, but then the other person's dead. So what the fuck? So maybe that was more clear to other people, but I will say like that, that fucked with me. Mm -hmm. That haunted my nightmares yeah. for at least yeah, a little bit. I, th I think there's different <laughs> aspects for sure. I, I think, so the thing that really hung us up at the very, so, so we kind of had all the pieces together which was that essentially this daughter passed the test. She was supposed to like have the trap door kind of help her survive the ritual of blade. But the servant that was kept in that little tomb died before they could activate the trap door. Therefore the daughter just died. So we mm -hmm. kind of, we knew that was happening and we knew that the servant died because a cricket bit her. Mm-hmm. We just couldn't piece together how those events transpired necessarily. Like it, it took us a, we, we did, we couldn't figure <clears throat> out that it was the, the cricket was the doing of the, of the son or of the brother. Right. Yeah. That wasn't clear to me either. I, I, I didn't, um, I didn't sense that there was any animosity between the, uh, brother and daughter like or the brother and sister combo i didn't sense that there was any animosity between them because also yeah. at the same time i misread there's a letter that the blade of masters has in his pocket that says like you know help me with this and you're soon to be heir like so and so mm -hmm. um i thought that was from the servant woman so was that from the daughter of the raja i that or the son i think it was from the if i'm remembering it right so i think one of the tricky things about this one too is like there were several similar like parallel situations going on so yeah. there were similar types of notes being passed from different sets of people and so it could yeah. be really hard to figure out which one was which but if i remember right the blade master was Super was pretending what? to be into the servant lady and was trying to seduce her. Right. But he was actually into the daughter. 
really. I think wow. that's what I remember. I think that both notes were. I didn't. I'm not, but I'm not sure. There were like two romance situations. Oh no, that's wrong. It well, I know she was Yupi- into. No, the, okay. it was um, Yupi, not Yupi Kara, the young Kara. Young Kara was mm-hmm. super into the servant. They were in love. Mm-hmm. Yes, but then she like says no to him. No. No, she says uh, she she was actually what what confused me was I thought she wrote a note saying that she was actually down for the the warrior guy. Yeah, that's I, that was oh, my understanding. I think you're right. I think she had a note that said that. And then, but but the warrior guy said that his his seduction had failed. Had failed. Right. And I was like, Ex- excuse mm-hmm. me, like. Mm-hmm. But she's writing you love letters. What's going on? I remember there was a yeah. lot of deception. Like, um, I guess being visible and like even you see the 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 spy master writes in the like the ledger of one of the notes like seems dubious can i trust him and like that's how i was feeling as the person like witnessing the evidence where i'm were they talking about running away together or something (laughs) i can't remember that Hmm. um i i didn't notice that it was um like a cricket that bit that that bit mm-hmm. her. I was trying to figure out what bug it was, and I looked at the like different poisons, right. and the centipede like makes the makes your body bloat up, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, maybe that pushed up the oh, oh. the air. Yeah, that's horrifying. And so I like I like went down that that's rabbit hole. Right. <laughs> refused. I just like I just could not give up that that I that concept. Um, yeah. And I and I didn't really get why like who delivered it mattered mm-hmm. and like who that was mm-hmm. um for a while. Yeah. Um there is a lot of deception here cuz like cuz like also like the daughter's dead, right? Yeah. And usually when you ex- ex- yeah. inspect a body, it's like they're not breathing or like mm-hmm. they are or like their weapon's dirty or it's not or it's fired or it's not. <clears throat> but hers is like she's cut but then it's like there's blood, but then there's red paint. And you're like, yeah. what? Like, if you haven't figured all those pieces together yet, you're like, okay, so there was a fake here, but it, she's dead, though. So yeah, maybe she was killed a different fake, way. Maybe she was killed by work, one of the bugs. Yeah. And then you sort of realize, and it does all put itself into place once you're done. Of course, you can look back and go, oh, they were setting it up to make it look like, but then she's going to be fine. But then it didn't work. She wasn't fine. But it's just, it's a lot to, to dig your way through before you know, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I do think... Mm-hmm. Like, we got pretty much... I mean, I think that you guys are right in what I pointed at the very beginning, that we didn't ever realize it was the brother until the very end. Like, that was the only thing where I was like, what? You know, like, we had everything locked in, sort of, and we, like, knew we were missing one sort of... Like, one name was wrong. And finally, it was just, like, through basic logic being like what if it was the brother then he gets to inherit but i didn't think that there were really any clues that like helped tell us that it was just like pure deduction at the end being like well we know this is but this one thing is wrong who else would have done it okay maybe the brother but i didn't it maybe we all just missed it but i didn't like see any clues that to me suggested the brother would have been setting up the sister to die i i think the only thing like in in hindsight, so like hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Like, mm. um, I I think the only thing that really helped me for the most part was like the fact that there was the letter from the daughter to the blade master saying like my rightful place is heir, and mm-hmm. then I think there's another note saying like talking about the 
the son's rightful place as heir. Like, so I think you were supposed mm. to glean that there was some competition there, uh -huh. like off mm. of that evidence. I guess I just never really pieced piece that together as much. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Like, that's one of those things that, like, I feel like I, I got from just the context of it. But, like... But I wasn't wasn't sure, yeah. and it like it definitely changes like the entire feel of the situation, mm -hmm. and so I'm always like very hesitant, yeah. and I find like only really skilled puzzle solvers can like be confident in something like that, and I've seen it happen where people are like, oh well, there was competition between these two, I think, and you're like, from what, dude? And you're like, I don't know, there probably was. Look, there's a whole like, you know, I don't I don't know if that's skilled puzzle solver so much as just like you know person who's read media about inheriting thrones yeah I, mean, yeah I guess historically, whatever, whatever it is yeah. to get your basis man i mean <clears throat> i I, yeah. I just yeah for me that that type of leap is like it makes sense after the fact but i wonder how well i'm able to do that sort of thing when i'm looking so desperate well at the i mean there's i don't know i i feel like all of the clues are very very vague about that yeah. i feel like you kind of just have to guess that one like it's it's really not clear but 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 like that's um, one of those things is this game kind of shores up with its ability to let you semi force things and to let you sort mm -hmm. of like use yes. all the other context clues right. as best you can and like sort of put the other pieces in. And so like it feels like this game has just allowed some level of that. I mean you prefer for it to not exist, but it just is what it is. It's, it's like it feels like it's a difficult balancing act for them to like piece all of this stuff together. And I feel like they've sort of like it didn't. I think they did a really good job in this DLC. Yeah, too. I did too. Yeah. I actually really liked yeah. the second puzzle a lot. Um, I, I was like, I remember when we first, because when you start in the first scene where you see, um, whatever his name is, Sun, the guy with the umbrella, Putra Sun, Putra Sun, right? And he's got like the young Kara there. He's like, "Fuck you! You killed someone. Your dad killed someone. You're definitely gonna kill you." And the Blade Master is there. And then all of a sudden, you start going through their pockets, and there's all these like illicit love notes. And I was like, "Oh <laughs> fuck yes, McCoy!" Um, so I was I was deeply into love triangle and trying to figure out who was into who and like who which love was requited. Exactly. Fair. Super fair. Uh, so you had said you you used a hint, right? Or you yeah. Yeah, well, it didn't help whatsoever. Oh, I was going to ask like, what that <laughs> yeah, process has been like, you know what I mean? Like, what, is, what um, happens? Yeah, so so we asked for a hint for this. And first of all, it says, like, first of all, you you can't we can't just give you hints. You have to earn it. But all, all that is for earning is that you have to match a picture to a word, like do the click and drag thing. So it's like, yeah, like this is a picture of a saw. This is a picture of a fan. This is a picture of... Um, Zubiri Kara. Wait, like what are they these... do to AI to like, yeah. like, 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 it's, it's, it's almost like a signs. captcha. It, yeah. It's essentially like a captcha that you need to do. That's but like, but they do add some elements of like, okay, do you at least know like these main characters of the story? So like, you do need to match like Zubiri okay. to uh -huh. like the, the portrait and whatnot. Okay. Um, and even so, the, the hints, so, so the problem with us was that the hints, I, I think what we were, our ultimate struggle at the end was just figuring out the wording of how to list everything. Cause we, we had everything like storyboarded out. It was just getting the words matched to the situation mm -hmm. that we were struggling mm. with. And so I think um, ultimately what our downfall was, 
was we kept on saying that the cricket came from the room of the spy master right when really it was the cricket came from the mouth of the of, of the statue um right it was yeah. the gift that was in the mouth of the statue Damn. yeah wow so we had all of like the perpetrators and the it, you know and the assailants we, we had all those guys in line it was honestly just where this cricket came from that was the issue huh. um mm-hmm. and unfortunately none of the hints really helped us with that like I, we had to end up looking it up because <laughs> because we were because none of the hints were like well okay as you see um the uh the servant girl she really likes the blade master but the blade master's really good at seduction we're like yeah we know this like mm-hmm. we know mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so it ultimately just like fell down to just order of words essentially yeah yeah and like sort of what they're trying to convey because mm-hmm. like what you're saying is like technically true it's just not yeah, what I mean, there were crickets in that room yeah yeah right no yeah. i super get that but there was also a big old lock on that thing. Yep. Right. <clears throat> that is true. And there was like notes about like, yo, um, put it here, my dog. Um, right. Also, that statue is hilarious. Yeah, it was <laughs> a bold choice. <clears throat> that what like the, the whatever Seven Seas Trading Company or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Yeah, the devil statue thing. Which is a direct, you know, reference to, I think, the East India Trading Company. Um is like for cultural um what was it cultural they're they're like bureau of cultural acceptance or something like that Hmm. cultural tolerance yes cultural tolerance Uh, that's what it was yeah uh has given a devil statue yeah because they love devil worship trying to appease these devil (laughs) worshipers And it's also funny, too, because everyone fucking hates Albert Cloudley. Like, they all just, like, shit talk him behind his back. Like, yo, this guy didn't even fucking try to learn. Yeah, this yeah guy he's sucks. the worst. Like, yeah, this... Uh, <laughs> and so it's just this, like, devil statue with a big old open mouth is just kind of screaming. That's straight fire. Like, honestly. It's great. It's so... It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this game is, like, funny, to be honest. Like, yeah. it's, it's clever and, like, all that, Yeah. I will say, like, one of the things... Okay, it's just, like, a random thing, but I just want to say, like, random tip. Although, of course, if you're listening to this, it's probably, like, it's the end of your journey. You. But, yeah. but like, one thing that I had to learn in the first game that is true here also is that, for some reason, unstated in my mind, I felt like there was a rule of, like, if, you say, if they say a phrase, they're not going to say it again. So, like, this person saved this person. Oh, uh-huh. And then the next panel, it starts with, like, because this person saved this person. Right. And I'm, like... In my mind, mm-hmm. like, that's not it. It's got to be something else because we did that already. Like, they wouldn't have us do it again. But, like, they totally fucking do. So, like, you're going to have that. If there's yeah, a key character in a section, like, in a, you know, a whatever, an episode or something. Yeah. Then he could, his name could be all over the fucking thing um, as he's doing all sorts of stuff that he's doing or whatever the fuck. So, just something to keep in mind, I would say, also, random aside. But mm-hmm. but that that definitely tripped me up within my own mind, like, more than once, where I was just like, no, surely it can't just be the same sentence over again. Solve, like, two-thirds of the screen. Like, no way. But, yeah. 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 That kind of bothered me. Just, like, I want to solve more puzzles. I don't want to just, like, have the one solution be the solution to, like, half the puzzle. Mm-hmm. I think but. it's because they wanted, essentially, like, a through line. Right. Like, I think they yeah. were trying to connect the paragraphs like you were taught to do in writing class. <laughs> Be like, write, like, the last point and then use that last point to start your new sentence, your new paragraph, and, like, then build off of that. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I still would definitely recommend this to, like, fucking everyone who liked the first one. Like, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. What a vibe, dude. Just yeah. fun. I mean, it was, like, low-key and chill, but it was nice. So. I, if we're done with the same puzzle, the third puzzle, mm-hmm. I fucking love those comics. The comics? <laughs> they ended up being so, like, you first look at me like, what the fuck is this? And what is this? But as, they, as you start to, like, unfurl the story... They end up having so many little details in there that are mm. so spot on mm. to what happened. Like, not that we used any of it for clues. It was all realizations after the fact, basically. But, like, the like the last panel of that comic is... Um, the, the spider flying away. The spider flying away with fucking the blue butterfly's wings on. Yeah, and the blue butterfly mm-hmm. doesn't have his wings anymore. Yeah, and he's all confused. And he's like, yeah. And, like, McCoy pointed out, like, the butterflies are both butterflies. And it's the sun... And the, fa- the father and the son. I was like, mm. that's fucking genius. Yeah, so. <laughs> like, they just did a really good job to do stuff like that. It feels... <laughs> I would say, like, this, this game has, like, patterns and, like, groupings. Like, it's sort of like last names. Or, like, where you're from. Or, like, mm-hmm. your political party. Or your intention. And it, for some reason, I, I feel like I'm always just like, oh, well, it's a disguise. It could be anything. And it's kind of like, no, it's actually, like... Like a super meaningful. Yeah, like this one's got a beard, bro. Think about that for a second. And there's like maybe like a red herring or two about like, is it this guy or that guy? This guy seems old too. But like, but it is like trying to communicate to you. And so I love like opening my mind to like, no, what what would this, what would this be trying to say? It's like, it's like a password that isn't random, but it's like, if you know, you know, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. As opposed to just like, well, it's just random characters. And so like, we just, we just gave them all butterfly symbols because we have a hidden language like everything is kind of like and it's almost it almost begs belief in a little bit like if you were to actually if you were to like be james right and you're sitting there and the note just says we're gonna use an ancient form of puzzle and you should count the <laughs> number of things and then count the words and you're like bro on the same note that has the code you would have the <laughs> yeah. solution yeah, to yeah, the yeah. code i did yeah, think right. that was unfortunate yeah <laughs> Like no fucking. That way. was that was like interesting. <laughs> but At the same time, I really liked solving those little code puzzles. But I, it was a choice to be like, here's your encoded I didn't think message. That they, I didn't feel like those helped at all. Like the the answer to the puzzle was like guard the front door, and the guy's like dead outside the front door. It's like, fucking duh, <laughs> you know. It's nice. And then the other ones that. like. It was like guard the back door, like basically, and it's like yeah, yeah, he's he's at the back door, like mm-hmm. th- this was not a surprise. Yeah, one of them was like fucking, yo, this is gonna guards happen after will the guards attack, attack after Lemurian oh, leaves, yeah, 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 something like that. But yeah, I mean, right, yeah. Listen, I'm I'm not. It's not a criticism. It's just funny because it's like there's no way that would. That's the most ridiculous bullshit ever. At the same time, I sort of enjoy it. Like I enjoy that it is at that level because everything is is trying to suggest to you what it is you just have to figure it out like like the like going back to the previous game right but like the guy with the pink eyes who Mm -hmm. had had that particular oh right who was drugged yeah like it's trying to tell you you don't need to figure it out that way but if you do that's cool yeah and so there's a lot of that going on uh Mm -hmm. that i feel like you sort of piece apart eventually that's sort of what you're talking about with the pictures but there's a lot in there there's like uh, Putra's son's character just has like the same fucking uh, like umbrella. Like Asian... yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He reminded me a lot of a bug from Hollow Knight because he was so round with his little umbrella. Bro, <laughs> looks Knight, like a little dude. Hollow Knight bug. Yep. Which I yep. enjoyed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, McCoy and I got really, <laughs> I think we just were doing it wrong or were confused or I was confused about the tide puzzle. Tide. That shit made no sense to oh. me. It like really hung us up. Trying I, to figure I just out what time assumed that the tide level was just what time it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it directly, yeah. So I just knew it was like that. around 2 a.m. I think is like what I eventually like. Did that even on. matter? I like, think it only mattered if you. That didn't affect my cross examined it with the time. Like there's yeah. a there's a note in the printing office that says like what's going to happen at what time. And there's something that happens at 1 a.m. Which was like. Yeah, it's like a meeting. Yeah. Yeah, it was a meeting with. It was always specific people, though. So, like, you could figure out who had set him up and who. Because right. it was a meeting with what's his face? You pick Kara, the old guy. And the person who set up that meeting was like, oh, yeah, man, you can ambush him for sure right after this. Let me just deal with him first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you could be like, oh, I understand that you pick Kara is the one who set up Ober and Geller to be hopefully arrested by. What's his face? Dude, that was the twist that really got me to the end. Like, as in got me at the end, I should say. It's like when it was like he was dutifully bound to reveal where the golden idol was or something like that. But then he was going to fucking kill that guy for telling him. Like, he didn't want him to have like that that sort of duality of his motives. Because it's like he's, you saved my son. Like, thanks. And like helping him a bunch of times. And then he like sets him up right at the very end. Like that. That, I think, was something that I just, it all came into place afterwards, but I think that's, mm-hmm. like, maybe that is the final twist, and it's kind of there to be a sort of fun wink, but I definitely did not get that. I did not understand that motive until mm-hmm. it was the only thing that could exist. Right. Um, mm. it, was a cool, it was a cool twist, though. Definitely, It felt like the twist, you know? Mm-hmm. At least for me. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. I barely survived. Listen, I survived, people. I was slightly it. more helpful this time. You were, you were the one who I think finally figured out what the fuck was happening with the tide because I was so confused. Mm-hmm. So that you know. Yeah. No, I mean we understood. We understood the tide. The thing was, it was like. It was, is the tide the time or because like they had the time symbols and they say like eight o'clock on them both, like right. eight in the morning, eight right. at night. So we'd assumed like it was the twelve hour difference between those, and it sort of doesn't align super well. It's sort of like confusing a little, but yeah. It gets you enough. I just know. I just remember zooming out on that map and just going like, "Oh fuck!" Like, how much is going to be in this final puzzle? Like when you first click, click up, and you're just like, "Oh boy, it's the third puzzle together." They're doing it. It's like right. the final one yeah. again. <laughs> but actually, it's not. It's not so bad. It's no. not so bad. Did anyone actually use the context clue of the weight with the rope? Yep. They I gave did. everyone's like weights. Uh, well, it, it it only helps somewhat. It, it just ruled out who was the who was the spider that escaped, really. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so all it ruled out, um, I, I it, it essentially just narrowed it down to Albert Cloudsley or Oberyn Geller, right? Um, which were the two obvious choices, anyways, right? Um, because the the one guy was too heavy to do that, and then the other guy was afraid of heights. So we assumed because he was afraid of heights, he oh, wouldn't yeah. be hmm. doing a rope thing down there. Um, so yeah, it was it was determined between that, and I think the only thing that told us it was over in Geller was the fact that Albert Clousey would not do anything remotely Lemurian, or like would not like try and do anything remotely Lemurian. Um, and there was like a lot of evidence that like the person was writing in Lemurian script, therefore, like, was trying to 
hmm. at least adhere to the ways somewhat. So. Also, Albert Cloudsley's fucking useless. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's the yeah. worst. And I think the game is just trying to tell you that. Like, like he's not doing jack shit. Like, he is not behind anything. He is not doing any graceful moves. He fucking sucks. And so then Oberon Gell, on the other hand, is like, he's getting shit done. Yeah, he's making he's making plays. he's making moves. He's convincing this motherfucker that he saved his life, and like he's like so he clearly like he like and, set up that whole game too to yeah to mm-hmm. do that, which is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love the intricacies of these sort of scenarios, like they're just sort of mm-hmm. like who created them, and then who yeah like who created the game and then who told each individual person what to do bring this guy because this guy loses his temper like how they're just crafted not just by the developer but rather like by the people in a way and they're like crossed sort of paths in the through the universe yeah a lot of them end up dead unfortunate (laughs) yeah you know I mean, Oberon Geller ends up dead, as we know, in the next little bit. Too bad. Yeah, is that who dies? Oberon Geller? That. Yeah, yeah okay. Oberon Gell- mm-hmm. Geller's the guy that gets pushed off the cliff at the very beginning of the yeah. base Right, game. and you see his shit like his dog. Because after stuff. that, you follow the Cloudsley family mm-hmm. and their many sagas. I so yet another game, thing like... that Albert Cloudsley just <laughs> gets handed. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. dude. Because, I, dude, I, yeah, I thought he was going to be like a key character, and it's like, no, dude. <laughs> he's not. He's not good enough to be a key character. His name, powerful. Like Cloudsley. Cloudsley. Yeah. Cloudsley, ha- that name carries weight to me now in this game, mm-hmm. in this universe. Like, they, they get shit. They do crazy shit, let's put it that way. Yeah, I feel like I don't want to say the words they get shit done because I feel like all of them throughout the game were just awful, but yeah. Things happen around them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else people want to jump on? I mean, any, anything they've got? about anything any episode any moment i uh i just listened to a three-hour video essay uh (laughs) by soviet womble of youtube fame Mm -hmm. about the game the forest Mm. um which is all about how important planning is to making a video game that is intriguing and and like has a good payoff and i think uh this game is a beautiful example of that i think they did a lot of planning for this game and uh and it has a fantastic payoff of like solving these puzzles um Mm -hmm. i feel like in the past i've i've talked about how editing is really important in Mm -hmm. in in writing and stuff and i think that part of that is planning um like actually making decisions about where things are going before you start so that you don't end up with some bullshit. Um, But yeah, just a little shout out. That's a cool video. It's three hours long, which is way too long. You want to know something, (sighs) James? Soviet Womble's the guy that I watched play Overden this week. No shit. (laughs) And he was talking, he was talking about that game actually in this, and about how like amazing that is, and mm-hmm. well, because yeah. you can't shut the fuck up about Oberden if you play it. To be honest, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. We are it's evidence of it's that. It's like the council; it just is always relevant. It's just like the it's council. just it's relevant. Exactly the yeah. same quality. Yeah, exactly the same quality. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Planned as well, I would say. <laughs> planned as well. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I if you want to yeah. see an example of a really well planned game, look at the council Bring and the play council all the episodes. Yeah. Very end. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh god, the oh, first no. episode for the council though, so fire. It's like so it's like fire. maybe you shouldn't plan. Dude, the whole game's fire. Shut it's up. It's so fire. No, <laughs> dude, listen, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I don't know, um, those Bible puzzles. We're yeah, not true. Great. No, fuck. Our, I think the, the, third, the first, the third, the third Bible puzzle really got us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The first, the first chapter is so fire it just set the whole game on fire and <laughs> i set the studio the on fire and their scripts on fire and i know we still gotta play that other game fire. we gotta play their vampire masquerade yeah game. yeah we do yeah. we do i was gonna say i've been wa- i've been re-watching our playthrough of the council just on my work time just to like play in the background but i do find it funny like i think it's like episode like when we do the fourth episode or something and McCoy pulls up a puzzle and there's Bible verses and you guys all collectively groan and I just go, they do the Bible puzzle again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like they hoped the Bible puzzle would like be on the same level as like incest and demons in in the terms of like it's funnier each time they get mentioned, but it's definitely not. It's definitely not. (laughs) Unfortunately. Listen, you can't hit everything, right? You can't hit everything. Mm-hmm. You can't please yeah. everyone. You can't please everyone. Sometimes you have to put a Bible puzzle in there, and it, you know. Sometimes I just, you have to put it in three I'm sure times, that pleases you know? some people. I'm sure some people get off on Bible puzzles, but no, like, definitely. I don't know if they're the same people who made it to the end of the council. To be totally honest, I, I hope it is, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they're like demons and incest. This makes exactly the sense for our understanding of the world. Mm-hmm. So fuck it. Um, oh, yeah. No. no, I just I don't know. Like, the council was just such a beautiful thing, man. I like I I should, I should I, I'm afraid Atomic Heart is reaching council levels no, of I just camp. The of levels like, of camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just where, yeah. just where you like you look back fondly on it and be like, wow, That's that was right. a beautiful mess of a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I understand. Like, and I think that's what I felt playing it is like, oh, that's what it actually is. It's actually yeah, a it's dumpster a fire. Yeah. But then like it's gonna stick out because it's so uniquely its own dumpster fire. Like it's like it's like you're smelling these flames, and you're like, "Is that Atomic Heart? It it must be. It's the only <laughs> thing that." Well, I'm getting a little Bioshock in there, but like I think it's Atomic Heart. Like <laughs> I've only so, been yeah. bashed over the head 25 times with a beam Bioshock. You're smelling the sweet aroma of the dumpster fire of Atomic Heart, and then an anvil of Bioshock just falls yeah. from a fucking building <laughs> and lands on you. But hey, uh, that's you know inspired by right it's homage right exactly so exactly. you know oh yeah it's like poetry <laughs> it rhymes oh <laughs> so good dude i want to watch those videos again straight up bro it's oh been oh my god i haven't watched them since fucking college dude straight up and i'm like ready i'm ready to watch them again and to sit there and laugh at things that i know were inappropriate and wrong <laughs> that i knew were inappropriate and wrong at the time and i laughed then too and i'm just going to accept that into my soul and it might honestly, be honestly mccoy large... as yeah. someone who's watched them recently they hold up they hold up they hold up that's what i believe dude that's what i believe bro this is the most disappointing thing since my son fuck <laughs> 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 like, yeah. dude it was just so fucking creative and so unique and so flavorful uh. in a world of just like nobody knew what the fuck to do on youtube god damn <laughs> Yeah, believe. Do you want to tell the listeners what they are in case other people that aren't me don't know? Yeah, the Red Letter Media reviews of the uh, Star Wars um, prequels. prequels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 They Which just they've now like they've they've like condensed them all because YouTube now allows videos more than ten minutes long. So now they've like remastered them. 
Oh, really? Wow, those yeah. are They've like combined a bunch of parts. Oh, yeah, they, they combined That's their exciting. parts into like one like 30 minute episode now. As opposed What's wrong to with their face? Like, <laughs> it's just so good. Because all, just... all told, they're like, they're actually like longer than the original mo- than the movies that they're mm-hmm. talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so. exactly. Yeah. And they, I think there's a value proposition there too of like, are they funnier? Definitely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Are they overall Definitely. better? Maybe. I don't know. It depends. I mean, the the prequels have a lot of cult status. A lot of cult status. Yeah. So it's like yeah, but but cult status doesn't equal good. It's like I think it can. Like cult status can be good. Whoa! Don't say that uh, shit about the council, James. At the very least, after this podcast, we're all going to collectively watch at least the one where he talks about the attack of the clones romance of oh Padme. My God. Because that's my favorite part of the red letter media. <laughs> Should we just do it now? Should we rate this thing and go watch? Maybe, this bro. Let's I think so. Yeah. I, I think, think we're we kind of like entering into here. the next All right. section. All right, let's rush through this part so we can go do something off the podcast. No, perfect. perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to experience what's like, just just watch the same episode we're watching right after this podcast, and yeah. then just imagine our voices. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go first. Who cares? Like, um. I would say, like, what, like, two thumbs up also? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I gave it last time, and I think I may regret that in the course of time because I think it does flirt with a gold star for sure, Mm -hmm. and I I try to really get it right the first time, but I I don't 100% uh, feel certain of my two thumbs up rating because it's so good. Um, But I would just say whatever the flavor is and the rating of that you feel of the first one, I think this one is more of that. Like maybe in in some ways you might say, oh, it's not quite as good. Or in this way you may say it's different and it's a cool flavor you like. But either way, it's like this is the only time you're going to get this flavor. So like enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely play it. Um, So that's that's my review. I will pass to Elena because she's staring straight at me. Cool. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I agree. I kind of just want to give this like a continuation of the original game's rating. Like this is very much of the same quality of the original game. And I gave the original game a gold star. And I feel like this thing is just the same. Um, It's also a gold star. It feels kind of weird to give something this small a gold star. But I feel like in this era of disappointing games and gaming experiences where shit just releases like insane. I don't know. McCoy and I were just talking about Starfield earlier today and how worried we are about that thing. And just Mm. like how much we hope it doesn't just isn't just devastating mm-hmm. like there's so many dlcs that get released or just games that get released and you're just like gotcha just, just don't fuck me <laughs> um like I just, that's all i want out of yeah, games sure. and this dlc doesn't do that it, doesn't it is fuck just you. really good still yeah it is just like the base game it is really fun i really love the base game these puzzles are great same thing gold star go forward and be happy um okay. james okay all right. I I want to echo that like this maybe we played these two too close together to like give them separate ratings. Mm-hmm. Um cuz like this really just feels like yeah, that was more awesome golden idol experience. Like you know, you did it. Uh gold star, you know, for sure, but like would this be a gold star on its own without the base game? Absolutely. You know, not. It's not long enough. There's yeah. not enough mm-hmm. there for that. But, like, like it, it just, it makes a great experience better to have this here. 
Bro, golden idol, gold star. How did I not put that together, bro? <laughs> oh right my there. God. The whole time, dude. Blowing my mind. Oh, fuck, dude. All right, it probably peaked my right, microphone. Right, doing that. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's that's my review. Like this was really fun, really, uh, short, good time. Yeah, Zoe. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it's very hard to rate this DLC, I guess, separate from the base game. It's almost like how, like, the whole conundrum we felt with Outer Wilds, I feel, mm -hmm. like, rating the DLC separate from the base game. Um, now, granted, we played the DLC, like, many months removed from the base game in some sense. So I feel like there was some, like, longingness there. Um I mean, I feel like I'm kind of on par with how I rated Golden Isle, which I think was like a strong two thumbs slash like light gold star. Like it was like in that vein, <laughs> I sure. feel. Mm. Um, and I feel like that's that's exactly how the DLC ended up being. Like it's still it, it was just it was just more fun. Like it, it was more of that fun that we expected from it. It was kind of one of those things where at the end of the day, we were like, oh, there's more Golden Idol to play. And then you just kind of clap your hands together. You're like, oh, good. It's going to be a good evening. Um, and it's really great. Like, I, I'd really hope that they, I don't, I, it doesn't seem like they'll make more, at least like with this storyline. I feel like they've like exhausted the storyline for the most part. So like, it has to go into the, another game almost or something. But, um, I really hope to see more from these guys because um, I don't know what they do is fun and it just, it really scratches that deductive itch. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I definitely feel like to like, yeah. they've earned my trust with this. I'm like, I'll play whatever they put out next. And I have, I pretty much have faith that it'll be good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, did you guys like notice like at least there's some improvement with the graphics between the base game and this DLC just a little bit. Like with the at least the frame rate of these animations that these people go through for the most part, um, I felt like the animations in this game were a little bit more smooth hmm. with the people kind of like wavering back and forth. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. Hmm. Um, I did not, but I believe so. Yeah, I believe you. They're definitely going with that. And OST is like banging this time around. Like, I mean, it was banging before, but it's also like banging now. Yeah, the sure. soundtrack's really but, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like they might have made moving tiles on the board a little bit easier. It's not perfect, but it might. It feels like it might. It's either a little easier, or I'm just like at this point you hella got, good at it, yeah, you've been so or practiced. something. Because <laughs> um, I rearranged, I rearranged everything, every single mm -hmm. hint into like groups and stuff, and I find that so helpful. And I'm so thankful they can they allow that. Because like, otherwise, dude, <laughs> I wouldn't stand a chance. But okay, we did it. Sweet, sweet. Hell this yeah. was sweet. Well, the doctor's ordered yeah. for this week, so let's go. Now we go play Darkest Dungeon. Mm -hmm. ba, ba, Which I will ba. say, by two. the way. Two. Um, Good point. Darkest Dungeon 2. I have played a bunch already, and what I will say is that it is a Darkest Dungeon game, fair enough, but what I will also say is the tutorial is horrifying. <laughs> like, it is just, like, it is so ridiculously overwhelming that I would just, like, suggest to people to... Whatever it is that you think you can do to get through that, if that means like <laughs> mm -hmm. play that and then give it some time and then come back or whatever, like 
I've gotten to the point where I'm playing Darkest Dungeon again and I am familiar, but it was like hours of being lost, honestly. Like just like the tutorial, like did you have to do anything in the tutorial or was it a video? The tutorial is like a small section of a run, but basically every time you encounter anything new and there are so many systems in this game, it will like pop up with like a suggested like tooltip sort of like click on me thing on the top right of the screen, which sort of like blocks part of the screen and you'll click it and it'll just give you like like a manual page to read and there's like 75 of those and so you're just reading like this entire fucking manual of how to play this game and it's just like i mean it's a fucking nightmare honestly um (laughs) the game itself seems pretty good once you get to play it but like I i swear to god it took me like three hours to like remember to like get through that enough and to ignore enough of that stuff to be like Okay, I'm going to play Darkest Dungeon, which is what I came here to do, like, hours ago, I think? <laughs> Question mark? Um, and then it's fine. But I would just say, like, just keep keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Good note. Yeah. It more so works like you think. But it's just, you have to, like, get through the, like, does it work like my, I think? Mm-hmm. Like, for every single humanly possible thing. And it is. Mm. So, anyway, just keep that in mind. Sweet. Cool. All right. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here. All right. Okay. Bum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs>